0: You are listening to The BenchCast with your host, the man whose business is benching, Coach Ben. Hey everyone, Coach Ben here and thank you for tuning in to The BenchCast. We have another great episode for you today. We are talking how to bulletproof your bench press. And no, we're not talking about technique today. What we're talking about is actually the bench press unit that you're training on. So if you're training at a commercial gym, this is going to be an episode that you cannot miss. And if you want to spruce up your home gym unit or even what you can take with you in your gym bag to make your bench press more efficient, This is the episode for you. So thank you for tuning in. If you're not familiar with me, I'm Coach Ben. I am a professional powerlifting coach and bench presser. I have amassed an 820-pound bench press in my career. And I have the pleasure of coaching lifters across the world in our online coaching program. And I want to help you too. Whether it's your first time listening to our podcast here or you have been a frequent listener. And thank you if so. Email me coach Ben at big com. I have a free gift for you All right, so shoot me an email and I want to send you a free gift for being a listener of the podcast All right guys, so let's get into it. All right, let's talk about What what it means to bulletproof your bench what what it means to make your bench press unit More efficient for you to work for you not against you two major things here traction and support we need to have both of those things traction as in we need a non-slip surface and i'll kind of get into to why that's important but if you've been following our uh, videos podcasts i think you have an idea you know a lot of what we need to do on the bench press is dependent upon having a good grip uh, to the pad with our feet so very important we have traction and support we want the bench to work for us, not against us. Okay, we want to leverage with the pad. Therefore, we need a good supportive cushion, cushion something that has enough girth that is going to actually support our bodies. Uh, so we definitely need traction and support. Okay, if you're benching on a commercial gym pad, all right. If you're benching on one of those Lifetime Fitness things, Cybex bench press units. Whatever they got at the local LA Fitness, this is the podcast for you right here. I'm going to tell you how to completely transform that commercial gym bench, if you're willing to do it. There's a way to make it look pretty, and then there's a way where you're just kind of slathering some yoga mats. It doesn't look the prettiest, but it gets the job done. Okay, we're going to get into how to make... That, a complete transformation, almost turn your commercial gym bench into a competition bench. And I'm going to share a story of one of our lifters who did just that. You know, he, he turned his commercial gym bench into a pretty much a competition-style bench. Um, really amazing turnaround there. So, if you're benching on a commercial gym bench, everything is an issue. Attraction's an issue, height's an issue, the cushion of the pad's an issue, your footing. Uh, everything's an issue here. Let's start with traction. Let's start with your upper back, finding traction there. Okay, chalk's not going to do it, guys. You can chalk your back all day, but you know you're still going to slide on those surfaces. What's going to hold you there? Well, you can put bands. You know, you can put training bands on the bench. That works. That'll hold you there. Uh, is it efficient? Mm, there's probably better things you could put down. You know, the bands don't have much surface area to them. Uh trick is that I like to put the bands closer together towards the head of the bench. That's where you want that traction. You want it closer together because you really just want to get your upper traps, your neck, really planted on the bench. You don't need so much spacing that your whole upper back um, needs to be on bands. So I like to put the bands uh, together a little bit more in the head of the bench. You can certainly use those. I like a device. Uh, I call it a device. It's really just a, a piece of rubber matting kind of. Um, you could get on Mark Bell's website, slingshot.com. And it's called The Benchmark. It's very cheap. I think it's $15 it goes for nowadays. I've been using that in my training for about two years. I'll take it with me to events. I'll take it with me to other gyms. Uh, Fantastic product. It gets the job done. And it's simple and easy to roll up, put it in your gym bag. Okay, so that Benchmark is a huge... Huge huge thing for you if you bench at a commercial gym pad. Another thing you can do, yoga mat. And the yoga mat is going to start to play into fixing the cushion of your pad too. Because if you bench at a commercial gym, your pad has zero cushion to it. Those are a hard surface pad, there's not much there for support. You know, we need to have some support, some cushion. Because if you're benching off a hard pad. You're not allowing your shoulders to sink into the pad efficiently. The the pad itself isn't absorbing any of the force. Um, you know, it's it's like doing a floor press. You know how uncomfortable a floor press may feel. You know, so a lot of times we put down matting just so a floor press feels more comfortable. Same type of deal with a bench press, guys. So a yoga mat is going to begin to solve that issue for us. Now let's delve into the cushion for a bit. You know, what can you potentially add to a commercial gym bench that's going to give you cushion? And not only cushion, but height. Because what's the problem oftentimes? We either have to lift out the hooks um, so our shoulders come out of position, or the hooks are just so low that it doesn't even make sense to take it out at that height because someone's going to have to yank us up another foot. You know, so you'll usually only have two rack spots on a commercial gym bench, which makes it extremely hard to do anything effective on those types of units. What's going to help solve that for us? Multiple thick yoga mats. Not only is a thick yoga mat going to add cushion for you, right, the foam, you're going to be able to sink into it, but it's going to add height. Think about it. You add a couple inches of thick yoga mat, That's two inches more in the height you just added to your unracking. So now, if you are with outstretched arms trying to take that bar out, perhaps now you're in a decent position. So you can add or subtract whatever height you need in order to efficiently bench press. that's the beauty there, guys. Use the yoga mats, thick yoga mats, pile them up. And if you know you're going to go bring these to the gym every time, cut them. Cut them to the sizing of your pad at the commercial gym. Maybe even make them a little bit thicker so they overhang. They give you a little more girth and support. All right, I had one of our lifters, what he did here, he added a, a couple thick yoga mats. He cut them to the dimensions of the bench. He added the benchmark, the Mark Bell benchmark that I just mentioned to the head of it so he had even more traction there and he added furniture strips to the bottom of it so that it didn't actually slide on the pad itself as well so that was a complete turnaround he turned his commercial gym bench into what acted as a competition style bench press all right just by changing up those things the height was better for him the cushion was there the traction was there all right Another thing that is important but not quite uh, as dire as getting the traction right for your upper back is your footing. Typically you wear the right shoe wear uh, then you'll be okay on most surfaces at commercial gyms but you do want to keep that in mind as well. You may want to put a yoga mat on the floor if you're a powerlifter really trying to maximize your bench press because if you have your leg drive down you're going to slide on many surfaces. I use a rug Uh, It works for me uh, because you're not going to slide across that rugged surface, but in a commercial gym space where it's mostly those type of gym floorings, you may need to consider your footwear, you may need to consider putting yoga mats down. Just cut out little pieces. You don't have to throw the whole thing if you don't want. And then there's a a great product that I want to shout out here uh, that can completely transform commercial gym pad for you uh pretty much does all the things that we just talked about and that's bench blocks okay no not bench blocks with the z and what you see with the boards um, no these are bench blocks actually spelled bench and then blocks in its entirety b-l-o-c-k-s okay and that's a product that you can check them out on instagram uh they actually sell a foldable gym pad okay a foldable gym pad it unfolds you place it across whatever bench you're on and it pretty much transforms that bench into a competition style padding and bench okay so check that out guys that'll make it all easy for you just get that product and you're good to go okay now let's talk about if you do bench at a commercial gym or you do bench at a um Private gym, a powerlifting gym, right? How can I make the pad that I'm benching on more efficient? All right. Now I get asked quite often, you know, what bench pad is the best out there? What can I get to throw onto my bench? You know, what will help me out? I have a pad that was custom made by Tiny Maker. Yes, the Bench King himself, 1102 pound bench, best bench of all time. He makes custom bench pads. So if you reach out to him on Instagram, at Tiny Meeker, he will make you a custom bench pad. He actually sells those. He's got a few different sizes. All right, this is the bench, best bench pad, hands down, I've probably ever benched on. The cushion, you'll fall asleep in this foam. ton of support. You can actually get the width just under that of a fat pad, 13.5 inches in, in width. Uh, and so it's it has more girth to it than you would experience with a competition style bench. So it's awesome for training. Plus, it's not going to be too big. Okay, it's got perfect height on it. It's it's a thinner pad, but one that you know, like a fat pad, isn't too girthy. All right, there's not too much height to it. And I'll kind of get into why that's important too. But guys, if you want a great training pad, reach out to Tiny Meeker. Again, best bench pad, hands-on, that I've ever trained with. I uh, love it. So I definitely, definitely encourage you to get that. It does make a big difference. If you're benching on a subpar bench, kind of slick, kind of worn down, it's not super wide or anything, doesn't have, just gonna, doesn't have a, gun, a ton of support for you, right? Get this pad, guys. This will make a big difference, okay? Uh, we also need to consider... Cushion okay. Cushion's the major thing Like I said This pad Again Fall asleep in it Great foam Not sure what kind of uses But you'll fall asleep in the thing Now let me get into my gripe With the fat pad a little bit You, you heard me mention it here And um, I had some issues using the fat pad And I've had many athletes Who've had issues using the fat pad It's a little too girthy uh, It's built for a really really big person uh you know if you're a 300 something pound person laying on this bench you probably won't have any issues with a fat pad but if you aren't built like that you know if you are smaller in stature maybe you're not even 200 pounds you're going to experience some issues okay because structurally your arm could start to run into the bench a bit you know you could essentially become like you're doing a floor press so that's one issue is that it's just a little too wide, in my opinion. I've had some issues with that as well. It's almost like it blocks your arms. It's very dense. So what happened, I have a Texas Strength Systems unit. If I put the fat pad on this unit, it props the height up to a ridiculous amount. And some athletes can't even get their feet down here if they're benching with me, and I had tremendous difficulty going into a meet i've trained the majority with the fat pad on this bench unit i go into a meet first time i had issues keeping my hips down on the bench all right it was very difficult adjustment because i'm used to being propped up so high and then you get to the meet all of a sudden you have to tuck back more you got to find your sweet spot it was a very difficult transition so it can cause some height problems because it's a very thick pad it's a very thick pad and considering the foam in that versus tiny meekers pad huge huge difference so again guys that tiny meeker pad best thing i've benched on but that's my gripe with the fat pads i know they're very popular Um, i know they make a thinner version one that doesn't have as much width to it i do think that's a better option but the height issue is still there Uh, and there is definitely better pads with, with better foam to them more support Alright, so that's my gripe with the fat pad. Not that it's a bad product, it's definitely a step up for most, but you gotta be wary with that. Okay. And then of course if you have a decent pad already, you're not looking to make any changes, do yourself a favor, still invest in the benchmark. It's fifteen bucks. I still use it on my tiny meeker pad. Again, I've been using it the past two years here in my gym and uh, what it'll do is it'll actually save the life of your pad too so instead of wearing out the material on your bench pad i've never had this thing wear out on me i have big sweaty people in here bench pressing a lot of weight and you know we have no problems with this for the past two years it doesn't really wear out and it'll save your bench press pad Okay, so I'm definitely big on the benchmark. Real simple solution, 15 bucks. I would pick that up, all right? It's going to transform your training. Okay, I'm going to talk a little bit about competition considerations. All right, so this is specifically speaking, traveling to a meet. You don't know what you're going to get into. Primarily speaking upon warm-up benches, because typically if you go to a fed worth its weight, it's going to have a good competition bench press up there on the platform. Okay, the bench on the platform's not always the bench you're gonna experience back in the warm up room. That's typically a shit show. Uh, that's typically whatever the gym that they're at has you're benching on. Okay? Unfortunately that's kinda what ends up happening and you're benching on very sub Optimal benches in the back room, and then you're expected to go to the platform and perform optimally It doesn't work that way how you start warming up is gonna is gonna decide how you finish Okay, so you have to keep that in mind so One thing that you can do is You can cut up a yoga mat into three slices. This is something that I've done before One for your upper back, so you won't have problem with traction there All right and two for your feet two for your two feet so you actually have footing because i've benched on numerous surfaces where my feet would slide like crazy and it makes it very hard to get into a good tight setup and really dial everything in in the warm-up room how you need to and especially i mean i'm taking 700s for warm-ups in the back room it's hard to execute with that weight without good proper traction and footwear is just not going to cut it at the end of the day so, a tri cut yoga mat works excellent. Yoga mats are cheap enough. You cut it into three parts. Or, again, bring the benchmark. Now, this is something that I bring with me to meets. It takes care of my upper back, and I just have to worry about my feet at that point. And that's where Gorilla Glue spray comes in handy for me. Uh, Loctite spray, whatever spray adhesive you want. That's very popular at bench press meets. I see. Everyone that I, I meet up at, at bench press meets have some sort of adhesive spray. All right. For our feet, for our upper back to keep us planted to the pad to keep our feet planted to the floor, it comes in handy. All right. You spray the bottom of your feet, you spray your upper back. You take care of that. Don't have to worry. Alright, so a spray adhesive, something you're always going to want to travel to meets with. And just have in general. Because you never know when you might be missing something. Uh, You know, it comes in handy in a pinch. So, always be prepared. You know, don't go to a meet unprepared. Especially if you dial all these things in for training. You want to be prepared when you go to a meet. And I've experienced numerous times how the warm-up room can throw you off. So, make sure you pack all this stuff accordingly. So there you have it, guys. This is how to bulletproof your bench press, how to transform whatever bench unit that you're training on, whether it be a commercial gym pad or even a pad that you find in a private powerlifting gym. A lot of times they aren't optimal, but we can tinker with them here and there to add more of the, the padding, the support, the traction, the height even. So at the end of the day, there's always ways to make do with the equipment that you have just need to spruce it up a bit all right guys i appreciate everyone listening in here to the bench cast do me a favor and check out our vip membership if you enjoy listening to this podcast if you enjoy our videos we have a ton more waiting for you on the other side of our vip membership you'll get access to an exclusive group Full of our competitive athletes, um, a great community of powerlifters that we have there in our exclusive group. You're going to receive additional content that you wouldn't normally find on our YouTube. So if you enjoy our videos, you're going to find even more content exclusive to the squat, the deadlift. Uh, We're going to have live weekly presentations where I talk about certain topics in depth, answer your questions get a lifetime discount to bigbenches.com you get 50 percent discount to our flagship bench press course so if you're looking to get stronger and really maximize your gains for less than ten dollars a month you can join our vip membership all right guys i appreciate you joining us today and as always keep that bench strong talk to you guys next time